Now, on the phone with me from Redmond Schools, Superintendent Dr. Sharan Klein on the phone. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Frank. Good to hear from you. Good to be able to talk to you as well. Now, Ben Lapine Schools just uh, said that they're going to extend their school year by a couple of days and because of snow days. Have you guys made a decision? Well, that shouldn't be necessary for us yet. We've, we've taken just one full day off, and we've had three early delays. And the way we do that is we count how many hours of instruction students have. We have a little bit built into the schedule. And so we're really kind of right on the edge, but really only with high school kids. We're really in pretty good shape still with middle school kids and elementary kids. If we miss another day, we'll have to extend. Uh, but right as of today, we're okay still on hours. Well, let's hope that we don't get another one of those winter days and, and things can just conclude on time. It just keeps popping back and forth, Frank. I think we're done and spring's on its way, and then all of a sudden here it comes again. So we'll see. Yep, we're jumping back and forth, one foot in spring, one foot in winter. <laughs> hey, um, reading is, you can't overemphasize the importance of reading enough, I wouldn't think. And you've uh, taken some steps to uh, uh, highly encourage that, not only with uh, your students, but in your in your curriculum for your teachers as well, right? Well, yeah, of course, reading is, you know, say the fundamental part of school, whether you can read or write coming out of school is, is I, I say, the, the bare minimum of measurement of success as we're working through stuff. Um, I would say, though, in terms of our state testing and stuff over the last few years, we've, we've done uh, as a school better than average in the state of Oregon, but not a lot better than average. And we're, we're feeling like that's not good enough. We want to make sure that all of our students are coming out of uh, the early grades, you know, highly proficient readers and continuing to work on that. So we've made a huge investment into a different approach to reading this year. Uh, it's called the science of reading. Uh, and it's a little bit different different look at it. It really looks at you know research studies and how, how best to read, how best to teach reading, how best for kids to access information. Um, you know, people that are adults don't remember being that big of a deal to learn to read. But we find that, you know, as kids are uh, starting early for for many many kids, it's a it's a huge challenge. And so yeah, we've we've really spent a lot of time this year, a lot of energy, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of money, a lot of professional development into making sure that our teachers are all teaching reading well, uh, and that kids are picking it up. What sorts of things are the teachers learning when it comes to this science of reading training? Well, it's pretty wide. Um, a wide range of disciplines. Um, you know, it's, it's very, like I said, it's very research-focused and work from it. Uh, it pulls out stuff from cognitive psychology, from communication sciences, from psychology, uh, our experience as educators, uh, working with uh, linguists, looking at neuroscience, how, how, how do brains um, interpret symbols and that sort of thing. And so it, there, there's just a lot. There's a lot of work, and a lot of it is simply about breaking the words down, teach, teaching the kids things very distinctly, you know, um, how, how words work, um, you know, how to both both the phonics of them and the whole word of it, you know, what does it mean as they work through it. And I, and I got to say that so far, it's been really successful. Um, you know, we've been doing uh, many days of ongoing training. We did we did training um, before the year scar- started um, on our school. Um, you know, we just had a curriculum day where we spent a whole day with our elementary um, teachers working specifically on teaching reading. And you have to understand that traditionally reading instruction happens kind of with kindergarten through third grade. And by the time students hit fourth grade, we're really working on reading for understanding or reading for information. Um, so we've really put 
pushed um, the instruction of reading even farther, uh, higher up in from the kindergarten all the way through the fifth grade, and built the system all the way through it. And so we're doing very distinct uh, grade level instruction. So not every grade level is being taught the same thing. Um, so you know we'll pull out kindergarten teachers for half a day. We'll teach them some stuff. We'll pull out fourth grade teachers for half a day. We'll teach them different things. And um, and so it's it's very grade appropriate. We've been pulling our instructional assistants um, out for training on this. You know, a lot of discrete reading instruction in small groups actually happens by instructional assistants. Um, so the teachers are teaching the whole group, a instructional assistant will be working with small groups. But not all of our instructional assistants have had discrete reading training. It's not as simple as you'd, as you'd think. And so we're spending time teaching our instructional assistants specific techniques of how to work through this as well. So far, the results have been great. Um, I mean, we'll... You you know, we'll get the final test at the end of the year and see how it plays out. Any kind of instruction or any kind of professional development at a, at a school takes a while to really build up steam. It's kind of got to get the ball rolling down the hill and, or an you know, avalanche, a snowball. You've got to, you know, got to pick up snow going down. And so we'll see some improvement this year. We should really start seeing more in the next couple of years. Um, but as we go around that we look at our we, we look at our we do incremental testing throughout the year. And as I check in with principals, people are pretty excited about where we're at. We're we're considerably ahead with our students um on the same test this year as we were at the same time last year. So we're feeling good. We're feeling really good about um about the the uptake with kids. And kids are excited about it. I keep hearing stories about kids not wanting to go out for recess and they want to hang out and, and work on more reading. And so um it's definitely working for students as well. It sounds like it's uh, already had success and it's only just been implemented. Yeah, I think we're getting there, and I think our implementation is ongoing as well. I wouldn't say we're fully there, um, but we're definitely continuing to work on it, improve our instruction all the way around. And, um, yeah, and I think the results will really start to show. Uh, but it takes time. It takes time for that to, to, all, to really manifest. But we have a huge investment of time and energy and focus into that. FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND. We're talking to Dr. Sharan Klein, he's superintendent at Redmond Schools. Um, as part of the, continuing on kind of on the subject of reading, next week is Read Across America, and you're going to do some special events for that. Well, Read Across America is always a special week here in the Redmond School District. Um, numbers of our schools get uh, readers, community readers, to come in and read to students. Uh, you know, I do it every year. I think I'm reading in both at Tumalo and Vern Patrick this year, elementary schools. And, um, and you know, we have the police chief come in, and we have the fire chief come in, and we have, we have the mayor show up, and different, different um, community members from all over, all over will be pulled in to read to kids. And it's, you know, the fun of, I'm part of it, it's fun, you know, and it's a celebration of reading, but it's also showing students that reading is important, you know, bringing in examples. We have, you know, school board members come in, we have just, just, a, just a whole pile of community members come in to set that good example for kids about why reading is important. And, you know, it's a, it's a great entertaining day for kids. Um, you know, they get to hear some great stories and, you know, and it's always a positive when you put positive adults um, in with kids um, that, that it has a it has far-reaching impact, and so it's a we enjoy the work we do with Read Across America. Well, that sounds like it's going to be a good time. Now, Battle of the Books is uh, sort of related to all of this. Tell me what that is. 
Well, Battle of the Books has been around for a long time. I mean, my daughter, who's 28 now, was actually the, the, on the state championship team in the seventh grade uh, with Battle of the Books. So, I mean, it's it's something that's it, it's a contest that's been around for a long time. And what it is is there'll be a list of 20 books that students uh, have to read um, to take part in it, and the and the students are in teams of four. And so, kids from various schools will get together and decide they want to do this, and they'll read the books, and they'll either, depending on how prepared they want to be. They'll split up the books between the kids, or they'll all read them, um, and they and they gain good information about it. And then they're in a competition with other students um, from uh, starting off in their schools, and there's a, a system to it where kids, where, where people will ask questions about the books, and they'll be, they'll ask a, they'll ask a, like a content question, you know, and it'll be like, in which book did Ellie ride a horse or something like that. And from that, the kids will get together and they'll have to tell you, well, that was in, you know, whatever book it was and by this author. And if they get that, they get a point. And then uh, and then the, the next group is they'll ask specifically about a book, something that's happened in it, and, and they'll have to talk about more detail in there. So there's these rounds that go back and forth. Um, it's a great competition for kids that aren't particularly athletic. Uh, it's a great way for them to get... Um, Get involved with things that are that are not, um, you know, a way for people to compete in ways maybe they couldn't otherwise. Kids that are athletic are involved in it as well, but but the idea is that is that it's just a different way for kids to compete, and it drives them to to read, to read for information, to remember. Um, so we've got um, a right now in all of our elementary schools, um, we have competitions happening within the schools with these teams. I just was over again with Burn Patrick Elementary. I was just over on Friday and watched their finals. Then on March 7th, we'll get all of our kids together from the different elementary schools, kind of the winning teams. And those uh, eight elementary schools will compete against each other to see who is our district champion. And then in a couple weeks, on March 13th, uh, also at Tom McCall Elementary School, where we're doing our competition, we'll, do the region, we'll host the regional competition. And kids from all over the place, from Bend, from Crook County, um, from um, from Upper Madras, they'll come and they'll compete. And then whoever wins the regionals for our area gets to go off the state. And then there's a state competition as they work through it. So it's it's really a lot of fun. It really pushes kids um, to read closely, to read for information, and to get um, some real passion around reading. Dr. Sharan Klein, Superintendent Redmond Schools. You can tell he's enthusiastic about all this. Sharan, always great to talk to you. Good to talk to you, Steve Frank. Thank you so much for your time. FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND.